John's still in the bathroom, and he's uh, in there making fists with his feet. He's like, I'll be damned. And he's like, does it. And he's, he's like, that son of a bitch was right. Like and then, and then, oh, this is really good on my fist feet. Everything happens. And he's like, I'll forget to put my shoes on now. And never has shoes for the rest of the entire movie. He even um, tries to put on yeah, the dead guy's shoes. he kills the shoes. one terrorist. And he's like, of all the terrorists, I got to kill one with four-year-old feet. Smaller than any feet I've ever seen in the world. This person's got mouse feet. I'm going to do that <laughs> voice for an hour. It's good. Happy Chrysler is Chrism. Merry Crisis. Merry Crimis. Crimble. Happy Crimble to you. It's, I think, Christmas Eve is when I want to yeah. release this. Happy Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve. Tomorrow is the big day. <laughs> wow. The big day. The day um, of the, the birth the, the of the Jesus. The baby Jesus. Uh, in honor of the baby Jesus, we watched Die Hard. Heck yeah. Our last movie of the year. Aww. 40 something episodes. What a journey. 48. 48? I think. You think? We'll almost, count. almost 50. We'll let you know next time. I mean, just, just look many? below. <laughs> if it wasn't for illness, we wherever you're made, watching it, look below. We would have made at least 50. I think we did get 50 movies in because we had a couple double ups. Yeah. So I think we got 50 or 51 movies in. We should hey. uh, get that number before next week. We should because next week is our recap episode. And by next week, we mean two, two days because we're recording <laughs> it so that we can take, uh, we don't have any, any obligations for the holidays. We're just going to take the time off and then pick it back up. <laughs> Take a little breaky break. I wish I had no obligations. I have no obligations for the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. yeah, and yeah. by no obligations for the show, I mean we still have to edit. So we still have obligations. But no, I don't have any work work. I'll just edit and uh, play Call of Duty. Pretend that hey. um, an adult that plays Call of Duty. So <clears throat> last night, um, given that it's Crimble, yes. uh, we went to a ballet. We did. Because we are Ooh. cultured people. We're very cultured. My ear itches. We're cultured people that like the arts. We do. And by the arts, was we watched um, at our local theater, we watched, what did we watch? The Nutcracker? The Nutcracker. Which the only Nutcracker I'd ever been exposed to was the Barbie Nutcracker movie. Which is great. Which is great. It's a good movie. When your sister's like four and you're like, oh, this is on. Yeah. No arguments. I have many it's a good memories. Movie. I watched it a couple times. Um, I had notes about the ballet. Ballet is, um, so all the dancing, I noticed that whenever they do the spins, you know, like ballet spinning, mm -hmm. people love that shit. Anytime anyone spun, it was like, <laughs> just, just clapping like, Orson Welles in the back of the theater. Right, right, right. But it's uh. like, and then they're, they would do like cool flips and kicks and stuff. Dead silence. All they cared about was spinning. That was your cue. But yeah, the that's spinning what I like. is so hard. Is it's it skill? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Like, I don't no, know anything about that. And like ballet to me seems like like moves that would be way cooler on ice. Like it's just mm. ice skating, but without the momentum that makes everything badass. So it's just little tippy tippy toes and tippy mm. tippy tippy tippy. Yeah, tippy, but think about what they're doing on their toes. They I was are too busy. Think. They're on the tippies of their toes. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> that one lady went full, like full spread. Yeah. Legs. Yeah. The figure skaters are knives, though. Yeah, knives are pretty cool. Oh. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying figure skating is not cool, but I feel ballet. Like it's easier. No. On ice. Like, if well, you get momentum, they're, they're both hard. it just kind of does itself. Right, but then again, if you get momentum... All right, you do it. <laughs> no, as I'm saying, I don't know this is stupid. I don't think any of it's easy. I just think, like, for a spectacle, I want to watch figure skating. 
not Let's go to the a ballet. figure skating uh, performance. I don't want to do that either. What I want to watch is the <laughs> the Olympics. The Olympic figure skating with that one commentary guy that's ferociously gay. That dude's the best. Adam Rippin? Yeah. That dude well, is... Yeah, because he was a figure skater. That dude's amazing. Yeah, I like that he... The, the Winter Olympics that we had in Russia, because being gay is like still super uncool there mm. in Lame. Russia. Like, they'll hang you or something. You gotta be gay. And he was just queer as a queen. Like, dressed like... <laughs> Love it. Just flamboyant. And he was like, what, are you gonna arrest me in front of the world's press? Dude is just a hero. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm about. I'm also about... um. I could not stop staring at everyone's dicks at the ballet because the dudes are in yeah. tissue paper thin tights. I, don't I just understand. and their little 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 peep peepers are on full full display. <laughs> it's like peepers. and one of them was so the the most egregious one was the Nutcracker guy who <laughs> there's a joke there the Nutcracker. Well, the thing is, is like I don't know if he was over eighteen or not. And if he's Ooh. not over 18, then we cannot talk about what a hammer he had in his pants. <laughs> Obviously, we can't say that. If he's underage, we cannot talk about how he had the biggest dick of anyone else on that stage. It was unbelievable. So he's just this dainty little, like, I expected Nutcracker, because Nutcrackers are like soldiers or whatever. Yeah. So I expected, like, like Travis Kelsey in a leotard, like, jumping around. And what I got was Timothy Chalamet. Like, it's just this dainty little fella. Uh, and he's, like, pegging people up still. And I'm like, look at him go and look at his dick. It was crazy. Uh, it's just that tryouts, and they're just like, yeah, you're the nutcracker. Yeah. <laughs> dude, had a, it's you. dude had a sweet potato in his pants. It was crazy. Maybe he's crazy. Stuck. And then, like, at one point, there's, there's rat cup. At one point in the Nutcracker, there's rats that happen. There's like this rat army, and one of the rats like did a flippy move, and then their f- rat mask oh. flew off. Oh. And so they're doing oh, no. the rest of the dance, like trying to hold their mask on, which was amazingly funny. It was pretty nice. funny. And then they would put it back on, and then it would come off. It would immediately. come off again. Like the first so time they, like, they put it back <laughs> on because they're still trying to do choreography. Yeah. And he put it on upside down, so then he's just an absolute <laughs> blind man <laughs> running around on the stage. And the other thing oh, of man. note. At the Nutcracker is it's only like a two hour thing, so it's like well, an hour. This only. version, this this version, is, I feel like there's definitely longer right. it's, ones. It's a little two hour thingy, and it, it's an hour intermission, and then it was like forty <laughs> minutes, so it wasn't even two hours. No. I wanted to kill all seventeen thousand people that stood up and went to the bathroom in the middle of this thing. It's <sighs> it was egregious. Theater etiquette is horrible right now. And, and especially in Ocala, and right and every it wasn't even <laughs> like yeah, what does that mean? It's gotten worse. The since economy, COVID. Nick. There was one. Well, it's like, nobody respects the arts. Or like people have started singing along in Broadway shows, and uh-uh. it's like you don't. Well, that's do Ham- that. I feel like Hamilton ruined the world when it comes to that. Yeah. Which Lin Manuel Miranda? What an irritating little short ass. I can't stand that guy. He's he was a hero. Outdone his welcome. Right. He was a hero, and then he never went away. Yeah, and it's you know it's Disney's fault. Disney it is was Disney. like, "Why not his fault?" Like the in Moana, there's a song in Moana that's just Lin Manuel Miranda, who's not a character in the movie, right? But he no. sings a song. The crab. He doesn't sing the song. I thought he sang one of the the mm. the sailing over the we're sailing now mm. we're sailing song. No, no, he doesn't sing. Oh it. no, 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 he doesn't sing it. He but wrote it them. Is, it is the that one though is the most egregiously. Oh, well, well. 
Yeah, that one's like something, something, something else. It, it reads as a song. Of a course, you haven't seen it. Of course, I am. <laughs> Mopo for show. I am a uh, wow. Good one. That that one just sounds like uh, I couldn't shoehorn this melody into Hamilton. So here it is. Mm. I mean, maybe. None of this is about Die Hard, though. <laughs> no. It's talking about Die Hard. Mm. Uh, I'd never seen it. You had never seen no. it. No. You had never seen it. Nope. <gasps> I have. You have. Ooh. Even though I've seen Combo Breaker, so Die Hard with the or Live Free or Die Hard, I had seen that one. Why? It's like near the end. I don't know. Okay. Life, <laughs> life will do that to you sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's like me with the Hunger Games. I've only seen the second part <laughs> of the last movie. That's unfortunate. That's it. That's all I've seen. And uh, I won't be coming back for more. <laughs> the first one wasn't great. The first one. They didn't. The first, first Hunger Games movie. I just don't. I'm not interested in listening. It was to really fine, but they had no music, so it was just quiet. There wasn't anything to help build emotional tension. Well, and by the time it was, the, it was weird. I mean, the one they were that getting I saw, chased and murdered. How about that for tension? It's not enough. Not right. enough. I need a score. <laughs> I need a good score. Um, when I came in, everybody was already bummed out and had PTSD because I'm watching like the last part of the last one. Yeah. So it's just like, like sketched out Jennifer Lawrence just going, Peter, which sounds like I can't whenever she, because the dude's named after Brad, which is stupid. His but name it's is, not spelled like the Brad. His name's Peter though, and he's a baker. <laughs> so double jeopardy. Uh, but it just sounds like Lois from Family Guy saying Peter. I thought his <laughs> name was Peter. And I can't get over it. For the entire first movie. Peter. Uh, and she was just saying it with an accent. Yeah. So <laughs> just his name, just his name, nothing <laughs> yeah. else. When uh, Carl, where where did you stand, or where, I guess, do you stand on the is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I think before having having seen it, I probably was in the other camp, but now I'm fully on board with it being a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a goodie. It's a goodie. More yeah. Christmas than I expected. Kind of. There's trees in it. I yeah, think more Christmas than I remembered. But Bruce Willis has gone on record to say that he thinks it's not. Well, but no, never mind. And I feel like it his is. his opinion should mean something, but I think he's wrong. I think he's wrong. It also just has the themes of Christmas. Reconciliation, love. <laughs> just that Bruce Willis can't say anything anymore. Ah! Oh, man. He's got a taxi and it's really sad. <laughs> Let's have a moment of... Let's sadness. have a moment of the opposite of silence because that's <laughs> all he has. You can't clip this. Oh God! <laughs> the internet will crucify us <laughs> for laughing at Bruce. I'm not. We're not <laughs> laughing. Bruce was very sad. He would it's laugh very too. Sad. And now we're left with if he could. We, we we've like only to. got dollar store Bruce Willis now, which is Jason Statham. Mm. He's just like mm. shitty Bruce Willis because his voice isn't as cool. I'm sorry, Jason Statham's voice is better than Bruce Willis's voice, right? That's better, Jason Statham. Oh, I talk like this and I'm an action. But Bruce Willis's like voice wasn't part of his thing, was it? He yeah, didn't do like, like a he voice. He sounds like this. He's like yippee ki yay. Oh yeah, you're kick right. a chair down an elevator and it'll be awesome. Bruce Willis is awesome. Ten out of ten. Um, so we watched this in a theater. Yeah. Because we're good people. We did. <laughs> theater. Carl watched it in a theater. 
You <laughs> watched it in an office chair in your empty living room with nothing in it. I did. Aww. I had a stool beside me to put my drink on. And if you have a negative opinion of this movie, it's a, probably a product of your environment because <laughs> you watched it's it about as sad as a per- <laughs> There's like there's one level sadder and it's like if you watch this on an iPhone underneath a bridge newly homeless. <laughs> I did for a second contemplate watching on my laptop laying down in my bed. That's but that so somehow worse. That's yeah, that's pathetic. Worse. That's pathetic. I need a couch. Yeah, you just moved. You need a couch. Um, I don't have any more notes. So that that's the going to be the issue with me is I have no notes because we watched it in a theater and I didn't want to be that guy, even though we were in a theater with only four other people, but we all picked like middle middle. <laughs> so, so we were all just <laughs> doot, 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 like right in a line. Right in a line. I mean, yeah, I gotta well, be like dead center. I can't do it. Yeah, that's what we did. Dead center. Um, we mm-hmm. you had to go get the theater to turn the lights yes, off. Yes, our theater, the <laughs> lot, the overhead lights were on, and like we made it through mm, three previews, and I was like, the lights are usually off by now. I don't want to watch this movie with the lights on. Yeah, because you mentioned okay. something earlier. Excuse and I'm like, me. I'm like, no, no, they go off when the roller coaster thing happens, and then the roller coaster thing <laughs> happened, and they were still they on. Did not go off. Mm-hmm. And Danielle was like, oh, lights are still on. They were like, oh, that's not good. And then the lights shut off. It was great. I'm a hero. <laughs> I am Bruce Willis to the people in our theater. That's right. Oh, I that's saved true. the day. <laughs> also, we watched quite a bit of previews, and absolutely zero of them looked interesting at all. Yeah, that's true. Just a bunch I liked of the one for new stuff. The Fall yeah. Guy looked funny. I'd is watch that the it. Ryan Gosling, is that the Gosling yeah. stuntman yeah. movie. Yeah, I can't. It be looks cheesy, with that. but yeah, I watch it. Dumb. Is Wonka yeah. out? Wonka's yes. out, so it wasn't oh, a preview. I need to go watch that. Wonk is out, but then there was yeah, there's just a bunch of bullshit. It just looked like nothing good's coming out. So many out. previews it's until crazy. Dune. Dune is in March. Give mm. it to me. Give it to me Could right now. This I still gotta watch the first one. Um, so this was my first time. I popped my Die Hard cherry. Ooh. Die Hard, actually, the first movie that ever made the list for the show before this was a show. Uh, because I made the list right around, right after Christmas time, time last year. Right after Christmas, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I should have watched Die Hard. I've always wanted to, and didn't." And I'm like, "Next Christmas, I'll watch Die I'll Hard." Wait a whole year, and then and we worked. I, I literally worked backwards from that idea to make the movie list for New Year, for mm-hmm. my New Year's resolution, and then uh, mm-hmm. into a stupid podcast that people on TikTok don't like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I expected the movie to be more violent than it was. I feel like that's a weird thing to say. Well, because the body count really is low. Like, he kills like, 10 people. Yeah. Like, we've watched it's movies with way more murder. Yeah, it's 10 people. And I just, I don't know, I, I took the R rating as, like, this is going to be... I expected more, like, I guess, torture and body horror, I guess. Well, I'm glad there wa- that wasn't uh. the case. Or something. I mean, the the glass shot. on the feet wasn't enough for you. Yeah, now, that, that was, that was enough. More of that is kind of, of feet, what I yeah. expected. <laughs> a lot of feet in this yeah. movie. As I, soon yeah. as I saw he was gonna be bare for the rest of the movie, I was like, God dang it! because yeah. I, <laughs> it's been established I do not like feet, and there was a lot of them. When Tarantino loves this movie, stepping on things. That was a good bleh. moment though, where um, Alan Rickman's character is like shoots a glass, and they shoot all the glass, and I was like, Why are they shooting the windows? And then it clicked like, oh, he's still barefoot. Yeah. He's, this, he's, they're going to Captain Phillips' his feet right now. <laughs> they, um, they had a big budget for just glass in this movie. I would imagine so. $130,000 <laughs> of glass. Different oh, types yeah. of glass. 
so that like it looked a certain way when it broke on camera. Ooh. Yeah. And you got to be able to run through it, throw dudes through it. Special mm. glass. Special Hollywood glass. Uh, Bruce Willis had fancy like they molded his foot and then made a thing that looked like his foot to put over his foot. Oh, nice. So that he could run on glass. A little glass. like latex We heard he liked feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like wearing five <laughs> finger shoes 20 years exactly. before they came out. Ooh. He's That's where it started. I remember my mom got five finger shoes once. Did she really? And she, yeah, and she got no. She got like brown suede ones. So my no. Da- why, what was the logic there? I don't know. Why but, did she need I, those? I don't know. But my dad <laughs> called them Wookie feet. Yeah, because <laughs> she had little brown, brown fuzzy shoes. I like it. And we made fun of her. And I had five guys for the first time that day. Changed my life. Wow. wow. <laughs> what a so day. This movie starts <laughs> in like the guy with the limo, Argyle. <laughs> Argyle pulls what up a name. and like has the name. I thought the limo was like a trap. A trap. Yep. I was like, mm. they're gonna trap him and take him somewhere or something. Because I had I've never seen this, so I had no idea like what the establishing of the problem would be. Yeah, I thought. So I was I thought that was we finally be a got that pesky New York cop. <laughs> it's like right all the way know. in L.A. Yeah, I kind of know. I kind of think the other thing I expected more was more like 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 nail biting tension, and there mm. was some. I don't know. I expected the movie to be more stressful and hard on me than it was. And it was like kind of just a great time for two hours. Yeah, it was a lot of back and forth between John, Alan Rickman's character, and then the cop outside. Hans Gruber. A lot of of dialogue. Hans Gruber. Which, refreshing amount of dialogue after the last movie we watched, which had eight (laughs) seconds of dialogue and a lot of blue and then purple and then green and then yellow and then blue again. Can we talk about Alan Rickman's accent, though? Because he's supposed mm. to be German. And he's, but he just sounds like Alan he's Rickman. He's very Vaguely not European. German. Every so yeah. often, I feel like he would give a little like twang, but then it would go away. And I'm like, you just... Give me my dead Why aren't you just English? You don't sound German. Uh, well, he doesn't sound remote. He doesn't sound exactly English either. He's got an interesting it's, it's vocal interesting. quality to him. Mm-hmm. Like him as Snape, it's like, I wouldn't pin that as a That's true. British accent, but it yeah. is one. But he just kind of sounds... Like Alan Rickman. Yeah. He's like, uh, what's his name? John Oliver, where it's like so British, it sounds like its own thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Which, John, yeah, John Oliver's got like Tuesday in it. Like yeah. he's, he's got a lot of that, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. aggressively. Rickman's um, a lot more nasally. Yeah, yeah jo- like John Oliver sounds like he has bad teeth. And Alan Rickman <laughs> sounds... <laughs> Sounds different. I don't know. Alan Rickman sounds more very distinct. Both of them. really clash of the voices yep. here between Rickman and Bruce Willis. Sounding like yeah, I'm gonna uh, like uh. Well, they were supposed to be like like he's two... doing a bad Clint Eastwood impression. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we've got the American cowboy cop they crazy. Call, they literally call him cowboy. The uh, you know, sophisticated, co- you know, coordinated whatever words. Words are hard. You yeah. know calm g- villain so calculated. Like, calculated that's the word i'm thinking of he was also coordinated he jumped off a couple things right yeah. the fall, i thought it was <laughs> it took me a minute to be able to relax in the beginning of the movie because i was expecting it takes a while for the kind of the the ball to drop there's yeah. a lot of family drama in yeah. the beginning i wasn't here for it i like it it sets up some yeah it's they- making you side with mclean because yeah. even the way it starts, it's like it starts with the, the passenger guy. Like it doesn't, fo- it doesn't oh, start on right. McLean. The so it's kind of setting it. It's like this isn't the exact, you know, it's not your typical action star. It's kind of subverting that a little bit. 
Hmm. And there's a couple... this time it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was like the action star, you know, and this is not him, you know. Who was in the running to play John McClane. Oh, can you imagine? You uh, <laughs> So was uh, <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds? Which, wow. different movie at that point. Yeah. Star of, star of the next movie we'll be watching. The next Spoilers. movie, yeah. Um, <clears throat> figure it out. It's not Gator, which is another another uh, Reynolds yeah. movie. The no, um, go ahead. I was say the fa- the family drama. I mean, you know, he meets a, sees his wife with he's with her for the first time like six months. Um, and she then took they, a big city job in L.A. She and did. He's a New York cop and didn't want to leave because he had cases open still and stuff. Yeah, and because he, you know, didn't want to leave. He didn't think she'd make it back. He didn't the think she'd make it back. He no. He thought she'd make it back. Yeah, like he didn't think, he didn't he think wasn't she'd being, make it in her new yeah, position yeah, yeah. and that there she would come go. back to Words. New York. He wasn't being supportive. Um, but, I mean, they established, like, their relationship and where they're at and, like, their history. It's like, you know, that one argument in the bathroom and you know, you know, exactly where they're at in their marriage and in their relationship. And it's just, like, the writing there, I feel like, was really just it's really, really succinct. Same yeah. with, um, Even the last name, her not using his last name, it's like, okay, this is... That tells you everything when he, looks up, when he yeah. looks up her name on the shitty computer mm-hmm. thing yeah. that, mm-hmm. like, totally would exist today yeah. and be just as frustrating. <laughs> and yeah. it's, like, Nothing not under changed. McLean. She's under whatever her last name is, Grummond or Goobly. Gennaro. Holy crap. And they use Argyle, too, in the beginning to tell the like mm-hmm. background story without having to go through it all a lot of well, what even it does, him sitting up front tells you that he's not like he's not used to this fancy stuff you know and he's like sitting buddy buddy with this guy and not yeah. sitting in the back so it, yeah it's all that to like humanize him that's exactly my point i was gonna make mm-hmm. is that it does a lot to humanize this dude that then is a superhuman for an hour and 40 minutes um <laughs> which is cool though because it, it grounds the character it gives you all the background you need and it really I don't know. I, exactly your point. It, you get like five years of history in mm-hmm. 15 minutes. Yep. And I don't know. I really like like his character too because he feels naturally funny. Like it doesn't feel forced. Yeah. Like a lot of movies where characters are talking to themselves or doing little quips and one-liners feels cheesy, but I, it worked. <laughs> it worked here. He's, well, it was like an 80s cheese though. But like it's, it's definitely cheesy. It's but cheesy, it's, yeah. but not like Top Gun. Like, it's che- charming like Top cheesy. Gun was way cheesier. Yeah. We have yeah. three kinds of cheese, really, of 80s movies <laughs> that we've watched this year. There's the Roadhouse cheese, Ugh. which is over oh, the top yeah. funny. There's the Top Gun cheese, which is just deeply closeted homosexuality. And then there's <laughs> this, this movie's kind of cheese, which is like comic relief to a badass navigating an impossible situation. Um, I feel like this movie knows it's cheese, whereas Roadhouse didn't think it was being cheesy. Oh, Roadhouse is a hundred percent trying to be a serious movie. <laughs> yeah, and it is whereas this not. knows what it's doing. Yeah, yeah, which is why Roadhouse you look back on like as like if if we wanted to watch Roadhouse again, we'd be like, let's put on an insane movie, like we would put on Roadhouse. <laughs> Die Hard is like, let's watch it. Like, there's nothing wrong with this movie. It feels '80s, yeah. but also it feels timeless in yeah. a way that. This movie? This movie. Yeah. Top Gun doesn't feel timeless to me. No. Top Gun is locked in as a product of its time, late mm-hmm. 80s, early 90s. Roadhouse is hysterically just time capsule and cringe and just awkward, but great, but weird. 
I well, it's think... over the top too. Like there's a gas station explosion in this small town. Like it's just like it's absurd. Explosion <laughs> like, I've ever whereas seen this, the explosions make sense. Yeah, like, n- nineteen defenestrations in Roadhouse. Like it just never stops throwing people through windows. And then <laughs> yeah. this movie, what was their though, class budget is it's like it. Bruce Willis's humor almost comes out as like an inner dialogue out loud. You know, when he mm. throws the yeah. chair, he finds the C four and puts it on the chair and like looks office chair to elevator shaft and then just goes, fuck it, and throws it down. <laughs> and it blows when up. He's, when he's the in best. the vents and he opens up the ladder, he's like, oh, just come to L.A. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. He's, cr- <laughs> he's crawling through with the lighter and then I can't stop thinking about the always sunny Frank and the thing. What are you trying to tell me, Charlie, with the lighter trying to read? It's so good. <laughs> no one else has watched always sunny in here. I have. I it's on my list that far. Super good. I we can make a podcast for it. Other part that makes this movie feel timeless is the score. Those other movies have a lot of 80s synth in the background. Oh. This has orchestral music. Like, there's no, like, you know, he's in the vent. Wow, wow, wow. You know? <laughs> so I think that <laughs> also There's a little bit, but it's not like, like Scarface was just like, beat you over the head with oh, the 80s yeah. music. I really hate 80s music. It's so too. bad. It's so bad. And like, like you know, that's what made, to bring Star Wars in, that's what made George what? Lucas a hero. Is that when Star he Wars. was making Star Wars, the first one, when it was just called Star Wars, the big genre of music at the time, the thing that was hip to put in all the movies and stuff, was disco. Thank God we didn't have that. Can you imagine Carl answering his phone <laughs> on the podcast right Carl, now? Carl, that's your phone. I can't get it to it's stop. Like, Everything's. Look at him trying like, to figure like out. To... <laughs> look at him trying to figure out. His iPad's ringing. <laughs> Everything is ringing. Watching your frustrated try to just silence that was amazing. I did. I silenced the phone, and I was like, "Where is it still coming from?" My bigger phone. No, no. (laughs) George Lucas was basically like, "Imagine if I had done disco for Star Wars, it'd be a terrible movie." Mm. Which is why, when in doubt, always go go orchestral because it'll be timeless forever. We'll never. It'll make Cameron weep, and it'll make me weep. Imagine if instead of Leia's theme, it was like, like no. the Bee Gees or something. It'd be like, trash. Like, Leia gets stun, like, set for stun, and then they stun her and stand alive. Plays. Be the worst. More than a woman. <laughs> that, that'd be a bad movie. <laughs> that'd be pretty bad. Um, like she emerges in the like slave Leia costume. More than a woman. Yeah. <laughs> to me. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> just Darth Vader comes out to that <laughs> on the Tantive Four, like all the dead stormtroopers and rebels, and he's like, ha, ha, uh, ha, ha. That'd be the worst movie of all time. <laughs> Someone Someone needs to so anyway, it. Die Hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll make it. I'll get right on that. No, um, so yeah, no, no, the score was good in that. I feel mm-hmm. like Nick's Nick and Carl said this in um, Spirited Away, and I'm gonna say it for Die Hard, and I don't want to be crucified like they were. This score was. <laughs> Um, not distractingly bad, and I kind of did, yeah. didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, same. But like, that's what I mean. It wasn't like I think that's why it doesn't feel as much of its time is because it it felt fitting. Yeah, it wasn't glaringly, yeah. and 80s. it doesn't age like. <laughs> Wait, what did I say about the music for uh, Spirited Away? It's just that y'all y'all two didn't notice <laughs> didn't. it, and her and I were like, "The score's sick," and you guys didn't notice it. But like, you know, I don't know. To be fair, I don't notice any of the music ever. Really? Like Labyrinth? Oh, I mean, well, that Labyrinth. one's different. That one's different. Well, another Man. just synthy horror show. 
Sarah. <laughs> I'm playing my synth for you, Sarah. So do we want to move into more of like the whole battle that ensues? I mean, yeah, because this is like through? this. This movie is basically petty theft on a huge scale. So there's yeah. some like giant. Gi- there, um, his wife, what's her face? Bonnie. Holly. Holly. Sorry, Bonnie's the actress's name. Holly works Same for difference. some like big Japanese firm, and they just close some record year or whatever. Um, and Alan Rickman and his goons, Hans Gruber and his goons, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, are trying to rob the place of like what, like six hundred million dollars? Six hundred million, something like that. And bonds, though, it's like paper. They have like yeah. paper, which is weird. I feel like you don't really get bonds anymore. So what? Mm-hmm. It, what it kind of is, is, it's a heist, but like a lot of heist movies, you're on the side of the heisters, like Ocean's Eleven and 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 stuff. <laughs> and this is one from, you're on the side of just a dude stuck in the middle of. Mm-hmm. He's not a victim, but so he's he's like a. He's a hero that didn't ask to be one. There's right. a term for that. A reluctant hero. Thank you. He's a reluctant <laughs> hero. He's just like, yeah. I'm a cop in the wrong city. Got to get myself out of this one. Um, <laughs> here we go again. Yeah. No oh, shit. Like, here we go again. Uh, meanwhile, the dude's in the limo just, just vibing for two hours. For the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad. Oh, I also thought he was going to die. I'm so glad he didn't die. He made it. Yeah, he just hangs out. Yeah. Argyle? Yeah. Or Argyle. He definitely seemed like a, a budget Chris Tucker. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I don't know who Chris Tucker is. He's a like Rush Hour. Just another black guy. Okay, I haven't yeah. seen Rush Hour. <laughs> I was just like, uh, I don't get that reference. With Jackie Chan, right? In Rush yeah. Hour, is it? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they come in and they they kidnap the CEO and well they kidnap everybody and they they're hold like them hostage. Yeah, they hold them hostage while their dude, whatever his face is, is trying to like hack through the security to get through the vault to get the 600 million. And like, it's like in paper bonds. So it takes him, he sets it up that it's going to take two hours. So we're essentially real time waiting for the drilling to happen through the vaults while everything else happens, which is kind of cool. I liked that aspect of it of like, mm-hmm. Oh, we're not really time jumping. Cause he said it was going to take this long. So now this is our journey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, did you have a, way you wanted to go through or were you just moving us along? No, I was just moving us so along. So first they take the CEO, the Japanese CEO guy first and they're like, and give us the vault code, whatever. And he's like, nah. He literally goes, then you're going to have to kill me because I'm not going to talk. And then they did. Yeah. <laughs> and then last words. Hans Gruber's <laughs> like, okay. And then Boom. just spray paints a door red <laughs> with his head blood while Bruce Willis is head underneath blood. a table. Just vibing. Yep. And he's like, that guy's dead now. This is crazy. Uh, Why didn't you stop him? Because then you'd be dead too. <laughs> like, yep. Just this inner monologue. So good. Yeah. And he, well, I guess we should, we'll introduce why he's barefoot briefly because it's like hilarious because he's sitting next to the plane dude that you mentioned earlier. And the dude's like, that is why. You want to know how to recover from jet lag? As soon, he said, as soon as you get off the plane. So this maniac is <laughs> in the airport into like just outside the terminal, sitting down, taking his Where's shoes the nearest carpet and socks <laughs> off, making fists with his feet and crunching his toes into the airport carpet. I'm going to try it next time. In the I've airport? never heard making Not fists with your feet. I've heard oh, like clenching or flexing, but making a fist isn't the terminology I would have gone with. 
Yeah, that's it what is I real. would do. I make, he said make a fist with your feet. Yeah, that's what he said. I, don't know. I understood what it meant. And so there's it like... It makes sense. I just never would have connected those dots on my own. There's a portion where uh, John McClane's like freshening up in um, whatever the dude's office bathroom is or whatever. The dude that was to, just doing coke everywhere. To yeah. Zachary? Sure. Yeah, something like that. Um, and <laughs> him and Holly have an argument and then Holly has to go give a speech or something, which is when everything goes down. And John's still in the bathroom and he's uh, in there making fists with his feet. He's like, I'll be damned. And he's like, does it. And he's, he's like, that son of a bitch was right. Like and then, and then, oh, this is really good on my fist feet. And then, uh, my fist feet. Everything happens and he's like, I'll forget to put my shoes on now. And never has shoes for the rest of the entire movie. He even um, tries to put on yeah, the dead guy's shoes. Yeah, he the one and he's like, of all the terrorists, I gotta kill one with four-year-old feet toes. With, <laughs> with, uh, with feet smaller than my wife or yeah, something. feet smaller than any feet I've ever seen in the world. This person's got mouse feet. Uh, he tries to like <laughs> cram his foot in the shoe and he's like, it's not gonna happen. And I'm gonna do that voice for an hour. It's good. Um, and uh, <laughs> I think you're nailing it. That should have just been the rest of the movie is him just trying to find shoes. I was kind of hoping <laughs> to look at this guy. <laughs> you know what one of my first notes were? Just... Man, I hope this movie doesn't play, take place entirely in this building. Bottle <laughs> episode. Why? It did. Well, I I had a similar but different reaction. I, I kind of went, oh, the whole movie's going to be here. Yeah. You didn't know that from watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Dude, I forgot how much Jake Peralta liked this oh movie. Oh, my God. Until some of the lines. And I was like, and or when he was writing the names on his yeah. arms, I was like, oh, that's the reference. Yeah. I need to go back and watch that episode now. Or, because there's an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine where they just play out the movie. Yeah. It's pretty good. You had a point about something. I got to finish um, that show. Oh, no, the, I the just... The movie. The movie. Yeah. The, well, the building. When I wrote down, I hope this doesn't take place in the whole the whole movie in this building, I was thinking that floor. It was fine once oh, he yeah. started moving oh, around. Like it was just going to be hostage room yeah. forever. Gotcha. And then yeah, yeah. quick cuts to John McClane doing something and then back to... That would have sucked, yeah. A bottle movie. I think it was cool how they... Because the... John is never really face to face with Alan Rickman. I can't think of it. Hans. Hans Gruber. Yeah, because so then with the radio, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, he kills that guy that he tries to steal the shoes from, and then takes his gun, magazines. I think he's got explosives on that guy, or was a different guy? I can't remember. And his lighter, um, and his cigarettes. His European, his European cigarettes, um, <laughs> which he smokes. He just chain smokes them. Which you know what. If I was so in that situation I. and found cigarettes, yeah. I'd be like, it's time to start smoking. If I was right in that now. situation, I'd yeah. find a Pull floor no one was throw on. Throw the grenade. Yep. I'd throw a grenade. Pull that pin and just throw the grenade. Oh, no, no, no. If you're, if you're about to die, I'm yeah. hiding. Well, yeah. No, I'm hiding. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I am hiding. finding a floor or a stairwell that no one's in, and I'm hiding in a corner till it all blows over. Well, the good thing with John McClane so is I'm a coward. He started. Imagine that movie. Ugh. He started with a gun, though, <laughs> which is good. Because, yeah. like, that makes it not believable because nothing in this movie is, which is why it's so groovy. But he starts with his his like service M nine, uh, like police cop copman pistol, mm -hmm. which you could take on planes because nine eleven hadn't happened yet. Um, right. So well, maybe cops can. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Write to us if you work for the TSA. Can a cop take their gun on a plane still? Um. So yeah, he starts with a gun, then takes a guy out, and then kind of upgrades. It's like he's playing gunfight in Call of Duty. He's like, now I have an MP5, <laughs> poggers. Um, <laughs> Found an attachment. 
And yeah, he gets the. I don't. I had somewhere I was going with this, but I don't. I don't remember. Guns. No, yeah. He well, he starts with once, so then he gets to upgrade, which is about as brave as I would be. I think if I was like, got the jump on a guy with a better gun, be like pew, and then uh, now I have this, and I'm too scared to do anything with it. Mm. But he's just crawling around and doing uh, unbelievable things, like using the gun to repel down a elevator shaft. Okay, and yeah. Oh, yeah. You were not into elevator shaft no. anything. Here's my my question, maybe for the group. Maybe now is a good time. What do you think was the most unbelievable stunt? Because mine was that one. The machine gun through the... Like, machine gun on the window, parallel, like, repelling down Mm. some strap into a window. Yeah. There's nothing to grip. There's nothing. I think it's really... Into an air shaft. That was the... I think it's really a toss-up between that one and then fire hose jump off the roof before I was about to say that. That one's bad. Specifically with the fire hose, he's got it like locked onto something. Then it falls and just catches on a lip, Mm -hmm. and he's hanging off a building with it just free up there. And he's got to quickly undo it and can't figure it out. Yeah. Last minute does. It's pretty... (laughs) But like there that's a, that's cool though. Like I'm a, I'm a hundred percent willing to suspend my disbelief for that. There were a couple times where it was like he almost died and was just like, "Whoa, that <laughs> almost happened." This is another example of action heroes who get the shit kicked out of them, and that's my favorite kind of action hero. The old Indiana Jones. The old Indiana Jones, mm. and they don't do that anymore. Like it's in the Rock's contract that he, he has to like win up. everything, and he can't get beat up. That's not compelling because it's not good for his image. But then you look at Ooh. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator, and he's it's just oh, yeah. everybody getting like murdered and losing until the very until he figures out oh I can cover myself in mud spoilers, um and and wins the fight. I miss when we let people get their shit pushed in. It was more compelling to watch. Like John McClane's not as compelling if he's not barefoot the whole time and narrowly escaping these crazy. Um, Almost getting crushed by another blonde-haired Europeans mm. that all look like D Generation X era Triple H. <laughs> yeah. um, that one guy looked like a Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, I yeah. thought that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lots of brothers that I'll never understand. But the oh, I remember I was going with this. One of the other. So when he the 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 lighter guy, he steals his lighter, his gun, who's tries to steal his shoes, steals his cigarettes, steals his radio, and that sets up. Oh yeah, like. The ra- if we if John McClane doesn't have the radio, we don't have a movie, essentially, because that's the yep. plot device that kind of keeps everything. That's our not. It's not a MacGuffin per se, but it's 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 the most powerful narrative tool that the movie has because it connects him to the villain. It connects him to the police officer down below, which that whole thing was awesome. The police officer is the best character in the movie. Carl mm-hmm. Winslow. Family matters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's his name? He always plays, plays a cop. Pol- <laughs> Everything. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah, and in Ghostbusters the, too. What's his name in this movie? Uh, Al Powell. P- Powell. Powell. Sergeant mm. Powell. Sergeant Powell. Yeah. So the, like, the f- they have a hard time getting the police to the thing because John McClane pulls a fire alarm, and then the fire department goes off. The least helpful nine one one. Yeah, the right? officers were awful. What was up with so that? many people? That was crazy. So many good guys in this movie just sucked so bad. The FBI agents were kind of bad too. Yeah, the FBI agents kinda. were like, uh, "If this is an emergency, call nine one one. You can't be using this." He's like, "Dude, I'm dying. There are guns. Like, just get someone. Nope, you have to call nine one one. This is a prank." Yeah, like gotta like be so a prank. reluctant to help him. I'm like, isn't that the whole point of this? Yeah. <laughs> just like, why are they doing that? And then finally, so we weird. have Powell buying Twinkies at a thing, and he gets the call. <laughs> To go do a, a just a drive by of the building, and he 
makes it all the way in the building, gets to the elevator and is like, screw this, walks (laughs) out. And then a terrorist, for some reason, because we needed him for the rest of the movie, shoots at the car. Um, And I think, doesn't No. No, that's not what happened. They push, he pushes the body out of the window. But then the car gets lit up. Well, because they're trying to kill him so he can't call for backup, I assume. Oh, that's right. After, John McClane yeah. kills another guy, You're right. throws the corpse out the window, which is what I was in my head screaming at the movie theater screen to do. Dude, yes. I'm like, get rid of one of these bodies, because, like, hello? Um, throws one of the bodies down, and then one of the terrorists with the machine gun starts lighting up the cop cars. He's reversing out. And he's like, I need all the backup in the world! <laughs> like, it changes his tune really quick. <laughs> There's a part of the movie where... That part... Where he kicks it in reverse. <laughs> the part we're speaking about. Kicks it in reverse and like throws the car off a ledge or whatever. And he jumps out of the car and he's like bleeding down his face. Yeah. The next scene, there's like a guy cleaning the cut. And then right after that, it cuts to him and the, there's nothing on his face. No cut, no nothing. Just yeah. super clean. It's Never the, happened. The power of medicine. Yep. That's how it works. As you know. Yeah. Imagine having to keep that. Well, I guess they could have put a bandaid on him, but whatever. I don't know. <laughs> One continuity error we found. I didn't even yep. notice that. Really? I was not too a perfect locked movie. I noticed the, the head wound, but I was just like, oh, they cleaned him up. Who cares? Yeah. Um, so, cleaned him up real good. Yeah, it's just, I guess there's one walkie-talkie frequency in, in this universe. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> That's true. Everybody's Channel just using nine. the same thing. Whatever but weirdly, the cop and Hans are never on the same frequency. I assume mm. they were. They never talked to each other. Maybe they're because the police downstairs are like, we've never heard from the terrorists yet. This is a weird hostage situation. It's why the FBI doesn't believe there are hostages because they've never tried to negotiate. They do at one huh. point to buy them time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hans yeah. is like, release he, these prisoners that he just he just Googles. makes dudes up. Yeah, yeah. he's just yeah. like Googling terrorists. I know you, you couldn't Google in the 80s, but you know, the 80s version of Google. He's got his I yellow pages it. out and he's yeah. like, oh, the terrorist <laughs> section. <laughs> T, T for terrorism. Um, make an international call, which cost money back then. <laughs> an international call fees. That'll show him. But the walkie-talkie thing was great because it was awesome. Yeah. It's just a cool way to communicate. The Powell character was so good. It's so good. Because he's just immediately on John McClane's side or yep. whatever. What is the fake name that he gives them? Roy. Roy. Roy's like, my name's Roy. <laughs> yeah. Roy. Roy Christmas. Um, it doesn't say Christmas. Because uh, I guess that was the the to keep the terrorists from knowing that knowing Holly his was name. his wife. Yeah. Which he eventually figures oh, out. Oh, is that why? Yeah. I thought the wife I've thing would come way earlier. Way earlier. And it doesn't it come until, for some reason, he Hans looks at the pictures. Mm-hmm. Well, he's so in Holly's office the kids like, on the, the news or something? Time. Yeah. That's right. The kids, yeah. the shitty reporter mm-hmm. goes yeah. to their house, which is why they punch him at the end. Absolutely pointless character. Awful. The reporter the guy. The reporter? Yeah. Cut him from the movie. I well, mean, he causes some problems. I think this movie... <laughs> I don't know if he's pointless. This he's, movie has to be at least a somewhat subtle, if not entirely on the nose, commentary on the ineptitude of the police, government, and the press. Yeah, fair. Um, and so you have to get the press in there. Because of course you would. There's terrorism happening. You're gonna, It's going to be I mean, be if it wasn't news. for him, then the Hans wouldn't have ever known that Holly... Right was you know which i guess you know you don't need that part but it, they were kind of building towards that reveal the whole movie well, we're waiting for it the whole time yeah. whether they're building f- towards it or not which, we're like are they because they're in her office yeah 
Mm. And it wasn't shitty guy. I thought it was going to be shitty guy who was yeah. going to be like, I can mm. deliver him for you. That's his wife. And then he didn't do that. So <laughs> yeah. uh, shout out to him. Instead, he was like, he tr- his attempt at negotiating <laughs> was so, so funny. It was so trash. Uh, also, the only bad Foley, uh, like overdub sound effect, was when he sips his Coke and he sips it like this, essentially. It's like an open mouth sip. But the Foley sound was, <laughs> and I'm like, he's not doing that. It's not that that can't that sound can't happen the way his mouth is. That took me out of it for a second. I was like, that Foley sucked right there. How important was it for him to slurp the Coke, really, director? Very important. Uh, but at least the cup had ice in it. Ooh, <laughs> That's true. Oh, stupid. Yeah. Uh, what was that movie? Uh, the Departed. The Departed. Yeah. Departed. yeah. Let me get you an ice water. Which, that ice guy water. had a private bathroom, right? So why was he doing coke in Holly's office? I don't know. I Unless don't he thought know. he was going to meet her there, and then she's like, oh, I guess while I'm here. I, think, yeah, just I, was like, a, why would he... I think just to make him a dirtbag. Power kind move, of. yeah. Mm. He's do, kind of a sleaze, yeah. Yeah, he's just doing bumps and, um, you know, because he tries to have sex with the one chick in his private bathroom, but John and Holly are in their, at the peak of their argument. Mm. And that's kind of what settles the argument down. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. End of episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, no, there a lot of... I mean, this is the most... Is this the only action movie we've watched this year? Uh, it certainly ooh. is the most... Roadhouse is kind of action-y, but not... Yeah, yeah. I mean, not I as on like the nose or on the bullseye there. Top Gun's Scar- kind of an action movie. Scarface. Scarface uh, is a, is a yeah. drama... Drama. Thriller. Maybe we haven't watched any action movies. The Mummy is adventure oh, action. Yeah. Adventure action. National this Treasure. Just, yeah. That's adventure. Which this movie too. reminded me a lot of. This is just action. Just because of the tropes. Yeah. Yeah. And this is I my don't know that first. This is not my first Bruce Willis movie, but my other ones have all been like. Like he's in the. Pulp uh, Fiction kind of, of his career. Nah. Oh, yeah, he's dr- in that. Dramatic action too. Yeah. But it's also kind of that. dramatic action. Uh, the the one other action movie with Bruce Willis I've seen is Red, which is like mm-hmm. that was like a mid two thousands action movie, and it's not. It's like clearly, um, Bruce Willis is like doing old man action movies now, <laughs> like, you know, kind of where Arnold is at now. Oh. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, pales in comparison to this movie. This movie's a banger. Um, really good action scenes. Really good fights. Um, mm-hmm. He's often in predicaments, like guns are running out of ammo all the time, which I love. Um, I thought about you <laughs> mid movie. I was like, ah, he's out of bullets. He's, he's counting. Yeah. Um, man, that last standoff was super good. Where he's got the gun, like he's got two bullets left, and his MP5 is empty. He's got two bullets left in his handgun. Like he pulls the mag out, and he's got two bullets, and he's like, crap. And then he pans to like a supply tray that's got tape on it and i was like what is he gonna do with tape and then he walks up to hans this is like at the very end of the movie hans and the dude that looks like triple h have got holly or no the dude looks that looks like triple h we think is dead at this point because he's hung up in the chains by the roof and all the people that get brought to the roof flee and they're like wow a pinata the man (laughs) and they all go downstairs and john is just like I, I don't even know if he knows that they have Holly. He's just like, I got to get downstairs. Um. He, well, he knows Holly somewhere. Yeah, but she wasn't on the roof. That's but he true. was too busy catapulting off the roof in a fire hose. I, I think he mm. just ends up, he makes his way down. 
Because he knows where Hans is. Yeah, maybe he's just trying to get Hans and stop the money. Or maybe did they radio? I don't know. They might have radioed. They might have radioed. I've got something precious to you or whatever. Like some, I I don't don't really remember. remember. I should have watched this movie twice. Um, But he goes down with the MP5. And then it's like Hans is over there. But this guy's got Holly and blah, blah, blah. And they end up like cornering him because he doesn't see the second guy. And he puts his hands up. And then him and Hans have... Hans has the, what is it you said? yippee Kaye motherfucker, or whatever. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, I said that. And uh, he pulls the gun out of his back with the tape and shoots oh, him. Right, and right, and right. it was the best. But then he's like falling out of the building and he's got Holly's hand by still the watch. by the watch. The watch they made a big deal the of. The watch that she won, the Rolex or whatever, that What's-His-Face made a big deal of. And then she's got to let the watch go and he falls and spots that on the scene, Symbolic. That, that scene where he's fallen, they... um. He actually filmed it, and they well, not obviously not the full. Alan fall, Rickman died. But they fi- <laughs> <laughs> That's well, how he died. He's a method actor. Um, <laughs> but no, he fell twenty five feet onto a mat, and they gave him a countdown: three, two, one, drop or whatever. And we're gonna drop you when we say drop. But they did it early, so they captured like his actual fear <laughs> in his face of falling twenty five <laughs> feet. That's good. That's pretty good. That would piss me off. Yeah, so bad. I'd be like, I hope you got that. Because if you ever do that again, I'm going to beat you to a pulp. I'm going to murder <laughs> the director with That's my fist. That's the only take we're doing. Yeah. yeah. I hope you got it. We're never doing that. That's why I couldn't be an actor. I'd be like, I'd have to have a stunt guy do absolutely everything. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to hang. I'd be a terrible actor. Little baby. Oh. Little baby. I can't really. There's like not a lot of because it's just. There's a lot one of moment that I want to talk about that came like that was pretty unhinged. But it's when uh he's talking to what was the cop the good cop's name. Powell. 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 He, uh, he's talking to Powell, and he's like, so what happened? What, you got flat feet or something? He's yeah. like, I shot a kid. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I came out of nowhere, so just was not ready for that. It got hit me on the but face. But then he but, got redemption. Which, yeah. that's yeah. the most, to me, the most unnecessary. Like, we didn't need, we already loved this guy. No. We didn't need him. Mm-hmm. to. I'm so glad it happened. I loved it. But I was like, all right. Because then you get the scene at the end where he kills the terrorist. <laughs> exactly. That's mm. the part where I'm like, the guy shot his gun again. Yes. I'm like, I'm not sure we needed that He's loose back. end tied up. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like that wasn't something I was thinking. Oh, I hope that Powell I wonder gets if over Powell's his. Okay. Yeah, he gets over <laughs> his cop version of the twisties. Um, <laughs> you know, but and and then at the end, it's like, oh, Triple H is still alive. And, like, uh, which, how did he somehow. survive being hung by a chain? I'm sorry, there's no way. Those Europeans are built different. Apparently, dude. <laughs> that dude's been living on a on a diet of on beer and sausages since he was 12 years old in Germany. Maybe someone don't Bon Jovi to me ever. Take my Open the door. I hate Bon Jovi so much. John Bon Jovi. It's not even his real name. I mean. It's part of his name. Well, his name is John Bongiovi. Oh no! Bon way. And he was like, "I got really? Yeah, and he's like, "That's too. That's Never too mind, Mario that's and Luigi." And so it's John Bongiovi. No, dumb, I hate him. Stupid, dumb. No, All of his songs are bad. I don't like it. On a steel horse I ride. On a steel <laughs> horse I ride. The phrase ride. loaded. The phrase loaded six string on my back makes me want to end my own life. Ugh. Loaded six string Ugh. on my back. I played for keeps because I might not make it back. I've been everywhere. Whoa, yeah! I Dumb. Don't know enough about Bon Jovi. <laughs> Stupid. I hate Bon Jovi with a passion. We can tell. ACDC's right there. Just listen to them. That's a good band. Mm. 
Let's go. Right there. Yeah. Let's go listen <laughs> to Bon band. Jovi at Olive Garden. It'll no. be a great Ooh, time. Be a great time. That's my nightmare. <laughs> Although my you can't, you health. can't, you can't hear Bon Jovi over the sound of hissing hearing aids. Should we wrap up the movie conversation? Because I got more shit to talk about. I have it's movies. Hot points. Oh, oh. so of course I may. She didn't think to do hot points during the movie. No, I didn't. And I'm like, how can you not do Bruce Willis hot points? Like as far as action stars go, he's got to be up there. Like at least of like the OG, like the Mount Rushmore of action stars, which is probably like what Schwarzenegger, Sly. Bruce no, Willis, yes. Sylvester. Not hot. That's that a lie. Um, <laughs> and I don't Sly? know who else. Who else you'd put on that? Yeah, Sly. I've Sly. never heard that. No, no, you're not tight with Sylvester like I am. I'm not. We, we, we <laughs> us Best who friends. are in call him. Sly. Apparently, I'm on uh. first name basis though, because I just called him Sylvester. Sylvester. <laughs> like the yeah, Mr. Stallone. <laughs> I call him Mr. S. Uh, no, what? Uh, what? What? Uh, do hot points now. Go. All right. Which one? Well, go. It's been a minute. So Hugh Jackman, maybe. Was I feel like he's wave two because I was thinking yeah, about yeah, Damon, right. but that's like born. Okay, and, I, cut, yeah, anyway. I, I cut her off again. Bad yeah. person. Go ahead. How Harrison Ford. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Is he an action star? Indiana Jones. Know. Yeah, I guess you're Han right. Han Solo jumps yeah, down a garbage yeah, chute. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're Get right. in there, you big furry oaf. Get in there. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Before I start. Are you sure do you want to interrupt me again? Yeah. Well, comedy does come in threes, but I can't think of a third one. So go ahead. <laughs> As no, imagine. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself now. Excuse me. I'm going to change my last name and go work in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, we start at a five and we add or subtract based on my personal feelings and those alone. So last top wins of the year. Oh, man. End of an era. Sad. It's, uh, it's going to keep going. It's not ending. We'll literally do it too. There are more now. hot men to judge. I think we'll do hot points in the next episode, actually, in a, in a way. we got to pick the hottest man. There you go. Go ahead. I will let you know Maybe who the hottest Wallace. man is. No. All right. Starting at five. Number five. We got a minus one because he was not supportive of his wife's career. Not hot husband material. <laughs> so he's at a but four. We got a plus one because he looked pretty good in the wife beater tank top. Yeah. He had a good chest <laughs> to chest hair ratio. Yeah. That's okay. important. <laughs> it's important. Ratio is important. You can't yeah. be, you know, you don't want too much. But, you know, a little bit's nice. Wife beaters, you think, like, Walmartian or, like, the No Regrets meme. Walmartian. Oh, God. No like, wife beaters aren't hot. No. But Bruce Willis. But he carried it well. Uh, Carl. Bruce Willis. Carl. They're basically the same. Basically the same. Basically the same. So then he got another plus one for just general. I'm sure he did something confident and hot during the fight scenes. But because I wasn't paying attention, I don't remember. <laughs> when he threw the I'm chair sure down the, the yeah, elevator. Yeah, I'm like, sure... One of those were hot. So we got an extra plus Nick one. Nick is breaking the decor. Oh my God. How dare you? I worked really hard for 10 minutes to I get I was trying those. to fix it. I fixed Rap. it. Thanks, man. Good job. Plus one hot point, fixing my decor. Ooh, I'm at a six. But the most egregious of all things. God, that is like the word of the day. We got a minus one for the disgusting bloody kiss. Oh, mm. I thought you were going to say his barefoot. Bloody no, kiss? I put my foot hate aside during hot points because it's not fair to him that he didn't have time to put his shoes. It's on. not his fault. It was it's shoes or fault. it was shoes or gun, and he rightfully chose gun. Yeah, very the bloody. Yeah, you were not a fan of the kiss at the as end. As soon as like he grabbed her and they were kissing, I was like, Ugh, like in the, <laughs> audibly in the theater because but that he's was just passionate, you know. So you don't have sweaty time to... and bloody, and I was just like, yeah. Ugh. 
I mean, they were in I the get throes it. of emotion. Yeah. They just went through the yeah. most stressful days do? of their lives. Just be I like, don't know. Not right now. You're gross. I don't I know. Think what that that actually would have been funny. Love for each other. Yeah. yeah. Give him a nice pat. Be like, <laughs> I got you, buddy. A hug it's, even? it's the hardest day hug. he'll have until the sequel, and then the sequel to that sequel, and then the sequel <laughs> to that sequel <laughs> to that sequel. <laughs> I hope it. I hope in Die Hard Four, he's like. Another one of these things. Jesus Christ, can I go get a break? Like, <laughs> maybe that's <laughs> Die Hard. Maybe right off the rip yeah. in Die Hard 2, he's like, another terrorist in another building. Jesus, what? Be good. So, what was that? Our, was last, total? our last point, we got an extra plus one again for at the very end when he introduces Holly to Sergeant Powell. He goes, This is Holly Gennaro. So he got a plus one mm-hmm. because Respect. he's come full, full circle. He has respected he her decision. He respects her decision. And then she... And then, because she is respected, she returns. No. McLean. Holly McLean. <laughs> so that leaves us at a six. He also punches that... She punches oh, him. Oh, she punches the... Yeah. Which, plus mm, one... Groovy. Holly, she's a badass. Holly's she will look mm, that Hans in the eye she's and was like, bitch, yeah. get us a couch. Get us the couch. Take us thing. to the bathroom. Good guy. Yeah, she's, Punching she's people good. in the face for putting her children <laughs> in the guy. line of danger. She's a good guy. She is a good guy. Yeah. What a stand-up gentleman. So what's the hot point total for John McClane? Six. It's not very high. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He got a lot of minuses and back and forths, you know? Mm-hmm. But you're not, you're not an action star kind of gal. I'm not. You're like a... I don't know, like a notebook. Love yeah. actually. I like mm. a you know. You like the sentiment. A la la land. A sentiment. I like not a the, sentimental. You like a fella. sensitive fella, not the. Ooh, those are Gosling. Yeah, lots yes. of Gosling. She just Gosling. likes Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I just like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> wrong. No, there's uh, there's other fellas that I like, but I do I like a little bit more sensitive, more on the softer side. Yeah. You know. I, I don't like, need. I don't want like. I don't need rippling muscle, dude. To be like, I got you, big. I do. I want the punchies. <laughs> I want the punchies. Give me Bruce Willis and Arnold and stuff. That's what I. Mm. Like I want. I want Sylvester Stallone to pick me up and put me on like one shoulder, <laughs> like this. Oh, I got you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> picks me up and Man, Rocky's good. Maybe we'll watch Rocky. I've never I haven't seen them. I've never seen it's Rocky. a classic. What? what I know in my mind I've seen all of them, but they are all just one movie in my brain. Like I mm. can't separate yeah. them. Um, good, good movies. Rocky. Uh, I think Lauren's. I was going to say we should have Lauren on. I think Lauren Frederick's favorite movies are the oh, Rocky films. Really? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's surprising. I don't yeah. know why that's surprising because I don't know. I haven't seen. That's them, true, right? I haven't. I didn't pull that. No, out of my she ass. loves. Yeah, she loves them. Rocky. Let's text her right now. That's all. That's text her right now. You what? love Rocky, right? <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> Explain yourself. Yeah. Man. Um. Should we hit man or miss? Die Hard. Do you yeah. have anything else? Nope. Anything else to add? Anybody? I know this one was kind of loose, but you know it's the holidays. We're tired. And I'm loose. Oh, nobody took notes. Yeah, it only took a, a couple. There was a cool fact that you'll appreciate. Ooh. Frank Sinatra is tied to this character. I knew that. What? I knew that Frank In Sinatra what was... There was another script for this movie, right? Done? The, yeah, so there was... It's loosely based on... A novel. A second book in a series. And the first book in that series was about the same character. And then Frank... Frank Sinatra played yep. a character based on the first book, and then this was based based on the second book. Yep. Oh. So. And there was like different hmm. names for the character, but it's yeah, the same it's, guy. It's it's different names and stuff, but yeah, 
Sinatra's tangentially tied to the Die Hard franchise because he played in the movie from the first book. Yeah. Which probably could not be more tonally different. <laughs> yeah. What was the first movie called? I'm not sure. I forget. Live uh, hard. And you know, because we live can, hard. Yeah. <laughs> live easy. Live easy. Yeah. That's not taking it easy. Yeah. I couldn't come up with the opposite. Breathe air. <laughs> Breathe air. Breathe air. I'm frantically Googling this. Do, Let's do, keep riffing do, on names. Do. Easy, easy breathing. Easy money. <laughs> easy money. Where are we getting the breathing from? <laughs> living, not dying. Live, Which, laugh, by the way, live, laugh, loving. <laughs> the, <laughs> detective, <laughs> the detective. The oh. detective. That's what it was called. That's not, like, not even Die Hard at all. Yeah. So, Which, by the way, Die Hard is based off of Roderick Thorpe's 1979 no- novel, Nothing Lasts Forever. And the detective is the first okay. novel that Sinatra was in. I do believe Sinatra was also offered the lead in the Die Hard movie. Maybe I don't know. Really? He would have been. I mean, he no, died. He would have been so old. He died in 1998. So yeah, yeah. that doesn't make it sense. Doesn't make that, that's what this headline was. He, I think that's he could have made though. a cameo. Maybe, maybe if there was another Die Hard movie that was like way earlier. He could have been like a boss at the yeah. Company. Imagine he was Alan Rickman's character. That would have been cool. Old blue eyes. I don't think. No, he's... Alan Rickman was so good. Well, and he's Sinatra a, yeah. was famously impatient in filmmaking. Like yeah. he would, he wouldn't have. Like it doesn't make sense to put Sinatra in movies in the eighties because by that point the film industry had become a whole other thing, and Sinatra was famous like just not for it. I'm taking, I'm doing this take one time, and if you mm-hmm. make me do it again, I'm going to have the mob put your head in, on ice. Like he was really not. Not patient. Really hated Marlon Brando from um, oh, what's that movie we watched? Oh, I don't remember. Guys, Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls. He had a feud. Also, with, Godfather. Uh, he, well, he did a couple movies with Brando, and then Guys and Dolls happened, and Marlon kept screwing up one scene, and and he was a method actor, which I think irritated Sinatra. There's one scene where they're in a diner, and Sinatra's eating like cheesecake. And he has to eat cheesecake for this scene. <laughs> and Marlon Brando screwed it up like eight times. So Sinatra is on like a pie and a half of cheesecake. Oh. And he hated Marlon Brando and refused to ever work for, with him again. And that's actually why like Marlon Brando sings horribly in that movie. And Sinatra refused to help him or bail him out. Ah. He's like, you can just flounder and suck because you, I hate man. you. So, yeah, nice. Sinatra famously difficult to work with. Um, just had the... The shortest views of all time, and I mean, but if anyone, that, but did that make his good movies great? Like, did that make him better? I don't think any of his movies were. There, great. there are two of, of his movies that are really well received, and they're both dramatic roles. All right. Not sing-songy comedy yeah. roles, which is a, the bulk of it. He kind of has like a Elvis-ish kind of career. Yeah. It's like a mm. lot of sing-song and dance, and I think they're amazing. Like High Society is. I mean, I enjoy them. Yeah, High Society is an unbelievably movies. good movie. Uh, him and Bing Crosby <laughs> in High Society. Very, very good movie. But no, he, and one of them is like, I think in the 60s, like it's a later movie role for him. He's like uh, an older Frank Sinatra, and I mm. think he won an Oscar for it. Oh, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on that. Mm. One of the two good movies he won an Oscar for. But no, a lot of like, you know, 50, 60 percenters on Rotten Tomatoes. That's kind of where he sat. Yeah. Anyway, hit me or miss for Die Hard. In a podcast where we talked about diet for forty percent of the time, <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, I'm gonna go hit. I'm gonna go hit, hit, hit. 
Hit. Hit. Banger. We end the year Certified on a banger. banger. I'm really glad I like this one because I don't want to be that I was scared. trope about women. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, she only likes rom-coms and musicals. Like, I like a good action movie. That was a good... I'm diverse. It's the best <laughs> action movie I've ever seen. Whoa. Name a better one. Like, I don't think I can. It's so good. It was pure. How do you... Like, Predator's, really good a, pacing. Predator's a good movie. Compelling villain, likable hero. I guess Rocky would be action, but that's drama I was too. Say, how do you define Rocky action? Rocky is a drama movie. Like the pay, the use of the building space was really creative and added a lot mm, of tension. Yeah. Like confinement. Yeah, everything was like and well a lot of retreaded like sets, and you don't care. Like he's in the same elevator and in the same construction area and in the same yeah. roof, and you don't care. It wasn't like, as bad as the sewers in that one movie. The oh, third yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the third oh, yeah. Third man. That yeah. was literally like, and then flip it. And then yeah. they're going. The actual <laughs> same yeah. scene. Yeah. They went upside down. They won't notice. Yeah. <laughs> so goofy. My well, biggest gripe with Die Hard is just what a stupid name. Yeah, they Die never say it once like, in the movie. What does it mean? All right. They never say mm-hmm. Star Wars and Star I know, Wars. Okay. Die hard. <laughs> Nobody does a camera take in Star Wars and go, another Star War. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a tagline from uh, the book. Maybe. Hmm. I mean, it gets your attention. That's Die attention. Was it a phrase? Yeah. Like, it's not a phrase. No, everybody says die hard. Tucker died so hard. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Why is it called die hard? Dying Plus, so hard. I'll look it up. I don't know, man. Why is it called you like, die hard? You say die hard, but like in my brain, that's just one word, and it's just a thing. Mm-hmm. But like, like you think about those two words. Top Gun. Die hard. Stupid. What does the die hard movie tell me? Thank you. Uh, the meaning is be as difficult as possible to kill. All right. But that's, how a caveman would say that's it. fitting. Die, die hard. Die hard. He die hard. Die hard. Yeah. Me when why, die hard. Why say? Many word when few do trick or whatever Kevin yeah. says in the office. Sea world. Sea <laughs> world. Good movie. One, yeah, of my favorite, movie. one of my favorites of the year, actually. I'll watch Die Hard every Christmas. That's I'll a watch Christ- it again. It's a Christmas movie. That's a banger of a movie. Yeah. Super good. It's our second Christmas movie of the year. Die Hard and Hellboy 2. Is also <laughs> That's not movie. a Christmas. Was there even was there Christmas in that? Yeah, I don't even yeah. remember. Yeah, the beginning remember. of the movie with gross, creepy young Hellboy with his giant. He gave out teeth. the presents. Mm. Oh god, those I teeth. don't even remember Christmas trees <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's a yeah, it's a Christmas movie too. Oh Hellboy! Man, god. the theater experience has really spoiled me though. Like I wish I could have seen all these other movies in the theater. Yeah, yeah. I saw Singing in the Rain in theater. That was so good. did we. Mm. Maybe you would have liked singing in the rain if you saw in the theater. Maybe it's true. God, I can't. Ugh. Gratuitous dance number. Go. <laughs> yeah. Man, Gene Kelly. Make him laugh. Like, make all right. Laugh. God, that's <laughs> that's okay. Make so I can't believe you didn't like that. I thought you guys were so gonna good. love that scene. Oh man, it's good. Just... It's a good movie. Man, Die Hard. One of my favorites, though. One of my favorite movies. Of we the can. So talk about all our favorites. Note. Yeah. Well, next yeah. Next, next, week. next week we're gonna talk about in two days for us. I think the episode will come on January second or third. Um, we're going to talk about all of the movies, kind of, <laughs> we're going to do kind talk of a, our favorites, kind of an awards ish kind of dealio. We're going to talk about our favorite movies, our least favorite movies, yes. movies that surprised us. And we're going to pick a movie of the year. Yep. And a collective. We don't know how that's going to go. No, we're we going to, we're going to hash it out on the episode. Mm-hmm. What our collective, it has to be unanimous, our collective movie of the year. So, um, Real quick, though, I want to talk about Christmas. 
Grimus. Uh, cause this is a, a this has been a not a topic of contention. That's gives it too much drama, too much holy polloi. Um, but Danielle and my family did Christmas extremely, extremely differently. So I want to know from you two and you, and uh, we'll go through ours as well. What is, or was like, I'm talking childhood kind of, what is your family's order of operations on Christmas day? And I guess Mm. asterisk, if you open presents on Christmas, you say Christmas Eve, Mm. because Christmas Eve people, I think should be locked away forever. That's bullshit. It's it's Christmas Eve. It's dumb. You don't get anything on Christmas Eve but hot chocolate and to watch a Christmas story for 24 hours. So <laughs> for it's me, it's suspense if you open on Christmas we Eve. We are here's the thing. We're we do both. So Christmas Eve, yes to Christmas story, always on loop. Are you one of those one present people? We are two present people. <laughs> two present. All right. You're just making just, shit up. Listen, you can. It's Christmas. You can do whatever you want. No. Yep. No, there are rules. Christmas Eve. magic. Yeah, Two presents possible. is just, no, just <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, my God. Let me explain. It'll make uh, sense. No, it won't. Two presents <laughs> on Christmas Eve. You're watching Christmas Story. You're eating some food. One for Mary. Hanging and out with the family. <laughs> and, uh, there were three wise men. Why not three presents? Oh, my God. Oh my Why not God. 12? Hurry it up. I make my own rules, my, and I didn't even make them. Um, you open two presents. One is always pajamas. Okay. Everyone oh, would have right. pajamas. Right. See, that's, now it makes sense if you just let me talk. That's not a present. That's pajamas. You would do. You get two presents: pajama, and then a specific present that it's like a your parents would thing. give you, and it would like be tied to a present you'd get the next day. All so right. one year on Christmas morning, I got a PlayStation. Christmas Eve, I got a PlayStation game. I always hated when my parents did that. But that's a spoiler. So it was like, wait. I don't like the spoilers. Yeah. We so I I had a really weird one growing up. Growing up Christmas Eve, we would always go to my grandma's house. Mm. So we would spend the night. And I remember like Cartoon Network would play the like the Christmas themed cartoons. It was like Johnny Bravo doing Christmas crap and and it was super cool. And then the Jetsons and whatever else. So we would always watch cartoons at grandma's house and stay at grandma's house Christmas Eve. Which gave my parents the opportunity to set up the house for Christmas. So we were out of the oh, way for nice. all the cooking because we're big Christmas breakfast morning people. Mm. Um, we were out of the way for that. Like there was one year where they got us like Green Machine. Remember Green Machine? Like the bikes that you drifted? Those things are sick. Nope. Uh, we got those. They had like one big wheel in the front and then two like hard plastic wheels. And then you didn't steer them with handlebars, you had levers. So you would like pull the lever and it would like slide drift. the back out on those hard plastic wheels and you would drift around corners and they were nice. the best, but they're huge and there's no way to hide them in mm. the house. So, but we were gone. So, and those would be in the garage and then we'd come home and the garage would open. There's green machines. There it was awesome. <laughs> nice. So that would, our parents would do that. We'd nothing on Christmas Eve. We would go to the Christmas Eve candlelight service at the church. Mm. You get nothing. And I always liked that. Cause like, Man, you got like blue balls with anticipation. You're like, oh, it's Christmas. And, I, and even when I was a teenager into adulthood, when I still lived at my parents' house, like I would just stay up and play. Like, I remember one of the last Christmases I lived at home, uh, I stayed up until three in the morning playing the original Killing Floor game with Stephen and Brandon. And it's like we were just had that pre Christmas high as you just play video games until your <laughs> eyes stopped working and then you would just go to sleep and then wake up and uh, as early as possible. That was when we were too old for the grandma's house thing, but yeah. 
Yeah, and then Christmas morning. Too old for grandma. To, uh, well, you know, I was like 18. I don't want to go spend the night at grandma's house at 18. Lame. Oh, yeah. We actually had that conversation, and me and my brother were both like, no, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Uh, but We've got our own family. My family is apparently insane, because we drive you nuts on Christmas morning, because we go over, breakfast first. Everything's there. We have a big breakfast first, with uh, something called egg gravy that no one's ever heard of. It's really good. Ooh. It's like a roux with hard-boiled eggs in it. So it's it's like a thickened huh. like cheese. A and A roux is like... Um, it's, it's like a, how you make mac and cheese and sauces, it's like, like a, a cream based cream. sauce, yeah. it's butter, flour, okay. and milk, butter, and flour, then you milk add and... cheese or whatever to it. So there's lots gotcha, of like gotcha. sauces it's and dishes you that start with a gravy, base. you know, hmm. sausage gravy, lots, it's how you make gravy and stuff. So it's similar to gotcha. sausage gravy, but you take the sausage out and you put in like hard boiled eggs, uh, and we eat it on like English, English muffins and it's super good and they oh. make all kinds of stuff. So big, big breakfast, then stockings. Which is normally a candy and, you know, something, book or whatever, who knows. And then we do, one person plays Santa, everybody gets their gifts, we go one at a time. One gift at a time. Here's why. All the way around. Here's why that's a so problem, she hates though. it because Christmas takes four hours. Here's why. Yeah. Because yeah. there's three siblings, plus parents, plus grandparents, plus all the mm-hmm. siblings' significant other. So there's like so many people. If it was just your family of origin and five people, sure. Yeah, but no. Family of origin. Of origin. <laughs> I mean, growing up, there were only six of us. It was yeah. the five of us and grandma. But now it's uh, like 15 people. Family of origin. Uh, hello, I'm my family of origin. Merry Christmas morning. Because that's how I grow up. When I watch movies and it's a free-for-all, like in A Christmas oh, Story, yeah. they just tear down the stairs that and was my rip into everything. That I can't stand. Yeah. It stresses me out. I, as much as I kind of don't like the, what did you get? And you got to show everybody. And then, <laughs> show it's, the the next, and it's, then it's the next person's <laughs> turn. Is that the one you wanted? The gift receipt's in there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, to me, is how Christmas works. And we have a Christmas story on the TV the whole time. And Christmas <sighs> absolutely halts during key moments in the movie. Uh, <laughs> mm. Mainly the fragile. And mm-hmm. the, uh, at the at the very end, <laughs> the fa ra 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 with the duck that's smiling. Oh, man. We yeah. have to... Uh, Christmas grinds to a halt. Show me how the pig eats. Yeah. And there was one time oh, where we... I hate we, that movie. We had the movie on. <laughs> I hate it. And we had a gift for my dad that wasn't in the pile. And the leg lamp scene happened. And we got my dad a little oh. leg lamp. So he opened the leg lamp at the as same time. As the same time the dad's Dude. opening the crate. And like, maybe it's a bowling alley. And it's, it's the best. <laughs> it's a bowling <laughs> That's alley. That's a good How do you movie? not like that you movie? You are so wrong for not liking What's that What's bad movie? about it's it? It's frustrating. I don't like... She doesn't like it because the family is imperfect and argues. The family is oh, so yes. mad at each other the whole holiday. The Every mother slaves ever. away on her meal, and then it gets ruined and destroyed by these dogs. And I just am like, mm. if I, like, she works hard. She's got to take care of her kids, and then it all falls apart. And I guess it, it all works out in the end, but I just it makes me mad. Yeah, I don't you're like talking. It. This is why it's good. No, it's, exactly. <laughs> it's frustrating. It's a slice of life. I don't care. I don't. It's know. a peek like into it. like sixties yeah, like post-war Americana, fifties post-war Americana. It's great. He gets his BB gun and then Sh- shoots, his, shoots eye his eye out. He, he, it's all yeah. he wanted, and it fa- his dreams fall apart. That was that's, predictive programming. That's though. poetic, though. I don't I mean, know. I don't mm. like so it. It makes me mad. How did you? What was your order of operations on Christmas morning? So, well, we always did, so my 
dad's side of the family and my mom's side of the family always had to stay separate. So we would always do mom's side of the family, which was the fun side of the family. Oh, called out dad's side. Christmas Eve. <laughs> which scans, by the way. So, which scans. Which my mom's we side, do that to this day. they're Italian from New Jersey. They're loud. They're the party family. There's a lot of wine. <laughs> like, they're the party family. Karaoke. There's usually a frying <laughs> animal of sorts, <laughs> food, all the things. The worst martinis anyone's ever made. Yeah. So Just we always poison. did big Christmas Eve <laughs> with that side of the family. So we got to open <laughs> presents from them Christmas right. Eve because that's when we were with them. We wouldn't see them Christmas Day. So then Christmas Day, we would wake up, do presents from parents, then breakfast. And then usually my dad's side of the family, which is just my grandparents, would they come would come over. over and, and a final hurrah presents yes, with the grandparents. With yeah. the grandparents. Which, hilariously, that's still how it goes. That's still how it goes. In my family, we do the same thing, which is really cool because yep. y'all are big Christmas Eve people. So we go over to her f- family's house, her aunt's house, and it's the big party. And normally there's a gift exchange that makes me want to take my own <laughs> life. And then if, if, if the aunt is or whoever redacted is uh, intoxicated <laughs> enough, karaoke happens. It depends on I, how much wine oh, has been consumed. I am awful. out. I'm out. I'm out. I can't Just do like, it. Usually that's what do I get Christmas lights? And it's always like, it's never, they, there's alcohol there, but it's never what anyone ever wants. It's like barefoot wine and, and not, <laughs> not cold enough Michelob Ultra. And you're like, what the <laughs> hell was happening? You can BYOB. I'm going to BYOW. <laughs> it's BYOW. I'm bringing whiskey. Ah, I'm just gonna have a flask and be like, there you go. Be the drunk uncle. Great, uh, Carl. You drunk haven't cousin. talked yet. What did your family yeah, do? Yeah, we did what kind of a hybrid. We did at the Craig residence. Oh, um, my dad's side of the family. Family uh, of origin. His what? Your family of origin. <laughs> family of origin. Carl, yeah. open um, your presents. Yeah, in lieu of the Rue, we would have uh, <laughs> my dad's grand uh, parents come over. They would spend the night, and then we would open one present that was generally like pajamas are like just a tiny thing on christmas eve did that not christmas piss day, you off it kind of was annoying some one time it was a tiny lego set and that kept me going oh, for sick. a little bit but yeah but like, yeah but if i got like a game all night i'd be like i wouldn't be able to sleep because i'd be like i can't wait to get You're the just console. reading the There's box be a console. over and over and losing. over right yeah i'd be looking at the disc like imagining like that would drive me crazy um but then the next day christmas day my right. mom's side of the family would all come over and it would be we would do presents and then have like a big like kind of everybody bring a dish and it was like a big potluck yeah so that was a lot of fun oh, got cool. to see all the cousins and everything but yeah huh. and the gifts how did y'all do gifts it was one at a time one like one person time. would open and we'd go like clockwise we would be like so-and-so hasn't opened one in a while so we were definitely trying to yeah we're, we're also, i don't feel we're also like clockwise i like yeah that. our present opening we didn't go one at a time but it wasn't also wasn't chaos but my family is not hmm. very chaotic no 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 even even if so. left to chaos your family would be somewhat structured yeah that the just the tearing into presents that is just barbaric. I can't take yeah. that. So how do you guys handle trash cleanup? So there mm. is a garbage bag <laughs> in the middle, and normally Dad has it, and he just opens it. We make yes. a ball, Kobe, a hundred percent. That's a thing. My dad will get the big like twelve <laughs> yeah. gallon job. bag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you so just funny. toss That's what it dads in. Do. Except for my grandma, who is insane, and she like has to meticulously unfold, oh, and then she folds the her, wrapping her paper. Wrapping paper. She, she folds saves it. it, and if it comes in like like she folds Publix bags. Like if she goes to the store, she's folding plastic bags. The plastic bags. 
She's just nuts. Man. And so eventually like my mom... trying to fold a fitted sheet. My mom will get pissed off and just like rip the paper from her hands, ball it up and throw it. Because <laughs> we're like, Jesus Christ, Grandma, we're not going to watch you fold paper anymore. My family will save like nice gift bags. Oh, the bags get saved. Yeah, bags sure. and bows. Bags and bows. Yep. Uh, yep. The, the fun thing is, is one of the dogs, Elfie's brother, actually likes to unwrap, like he loves wrapping paper. So whenever my dad, <laughs> when it's, whenever it's my dad's turn, he'll like start, he'll like rip a little piece and then like give it to the dog and the dog will like rip the wrapping paper off of it and then shake it and then we have to take it away before he eats it. <laughs> dog chaos. The dog helps mm-hmm. unwrap. That's so, good. Yeah, no, and then normally like, you know, mimosas. Our big thing at ours, so we always do mimosas, and then grandma's asleep halfway through present opening because she is half of mimosas and she's out. That's great. Uh, Coquito this year, though, because my dad has a Coquito plug, so I've got a half gallon of Coquito in my fridge, and there's more for uh, Christmas Day. So nice. Yeah, big breakfast people. And then you don't Mm -hmm. really just, you know, we'll hang out there for a couple hours, and then we go to her parents' house to do her parent Thanksgiving. My dad might kill himself if he doesn't see us on Christmas Day. Well, it's his birthday. Oh, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is also her Mm. dad's birthday, which sucks. That's the worst. That's bad. That's the worst. So. My God, he's going to be old this year. Wow. How old? Big birthday. 57, 8. Wow, he's getting there, huh? He's almost 60. He's almost 60. He's getting there. We're all dying. That's Mom's sad. almost sixty-five. Ah, it's weird. My mom. They're old. Is which means we're old. Yeah. Fifty-four. Yeah, my dad's fifty-two. Oh no, my my dad parents is. are young. <laughs> my dad's my dad's fifty-two. My dad's fifty-something. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. So that was that was a year though. We did it. That was a year. It was a year we of did movies. It. Yeah. A year of having a shitty podcast no one listens to. Hey. Uh, TikTok. Some people. Everybody on shitty. Everybody on TikTok can suck my ass. Um, oh boy. Except for the people that followed us and the people that liked it and didn't comment <laughs> hateful things. A lot of um, a lot of the the go to uh one the one that really kind of I try I I try to be the one that deletes or replies to the comments because I'm really not gonna get too tilted. The one that tilts me though is oh the, 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 anybody can have a podcast huh? It's just another. With a podcast, like, oh, sorry, not not allowed to have fun. I guess. I I like the one where they called you fat. The one I got called <laughs> fat. <laughs> yeah, I got Holy called crap. fat because I criticized Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun. Those you just you don't doesn't get even jets, make man. sense. You don't get it because yeah. you eat too many Coke and donuts. And I'm like, what? Uh, but no, the, there was one yesterday because we were. T- uh, there was a clip about uh, me saying that 2001 was slow because it is irrefutable fact that it's slow. Even George Lucas, for God's sakes, was like, uh, movie looked great. It's too slow. I'm like, George Lucas says too slow. He made two good movies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when someone said, when's your movie coming out? That was their critique. <clears throat> oh, boy. Of my critique. When's your movie coming you out? You can't have an opinion on movies because and so I said, never made one. So I said, when's your podcast coming out, asshole? Uh, if we're not allowed to critique anything unless we've done it, when's yeah. your podcast coming out? That's a good response. And he's like, Did you say every- that? yeah. And then he said, not everybody needs to have a podcast. It's like people can do things they want to do. Like people are allowed to hang out and have fun. Shh. That's what I yeah, told him. Yeah. I hit him with the shh. <laughs> that really oh, pissed me. What's your movie coming out? Jesus Christ. So just dumb. I'm glad I'm not on TikTok. Well, you're not on TikTok because your old, feeble little brain can't fathom the, that when you scroll, more videos come up, and you just don't like that. I oh, guess. no, I can fathom that. I do it on Instagram all you day. Just, you just want to see shit that was funny four months ago. Oh, it's new to me. And then you send it to me. And, <laughs> and I, you send it to me, and I'm like, ah, I remember April. 
<laughs> I almost sent you a Facebook link the other day. I was like, oh my God, he saw this oh, a year ago. Man. A Facebook link. Holy Facebook. cow. I saw someone comment that they on a TikTok comment that they thought was funny. And they're like, stealing this for Facebook. And I wanted to go to my grave at that <laughs> moment. <laughs> stealing this for Facebook. I'm going to put this on my wall. Anyway, we're going to end because yep. we have a recap. Mm-hmm. So join us for the recap. And then um, this next year is going to be probably a little different. Uh, we're going to stick to movies. We might do a lot of new stuff, though. New new theater releases. Be more topical for once instead of watching movies from 80 years ago. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, our first... I guess we'll talk about the theme. We're going to talk about it more next week. But the theme of January is our favorite movies. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have the recap on the second or third or whatever. And then the next four weeks, uh, each of us is going to present their favorite movie. And we're going to talk about it. Starting with me... Because I'm in charge. And I'm not going to tell you what my favorite movie is until the next episode. Because, you know, the bucket has to live on in some facet. So, Yep. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for the year. Yep. To anyone listening and anyone here. <laughs> thanks for being a part of my stupid-ass podcast. Fun year. This is a fun year. Podcasting's fun. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. It's a lot of work and money. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. We're doing a podcast like about as cheap as a person can do a video podcast. And it was still like almost three grand. Jeez. <sighs> it's a lot. That's why you don't have kids. That's why you don't have kids, because then you can have a podcast for three grand. Um, so, yeah, um, I don't really know how to end these kinds of things, because there's no movie to pull, All but right. we'll catch you in the next we'll one. We'll catch you in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Happy Chrism, and Happy New Year, and uh, yeah, whatever. Bye. Bye.